Hey everyone, welcome back to Feminism Stuff. This is Anjali, and today we're talking about descriptive versus substantive representation. Today I was posed with a question, and that question is, is it better to elect more racial and ethnic minorities in Congress, even if that means also passing fewer policies supported by racial and ethnic minorities? Or instead, should we aim to elect fewer racial and ethnic minorities in Congress, but disperse minority voters across more districts to elect members who on average are more supportive of policies favored by minorities? Now, I would not... I don't like that we use the word aim in that proposition. We should not aim to elect fewer racial and ethnic minorities. We should aim to get to a place where the voices of racial and ethnic minorities are heard, acknowledged, and listened to. I want to say I know what the right answer is, but this is complicated. On one side, we have descriptive representation, which is essentially representation of racial and ethnic minorities in Congress. And I'm all for representation. I constantly talk about it. And I constantly talk about it because I don't think it's talked about enough. I've said it here multiple times that I talk about it so much because no one else does. Representation is important. Representation in the media, representation in government. The lack of representation in multiple aspects of society is an overlooked problem. Because every problem, every person should know that they should not be barred by what their gender, their sexuality, their race, or ethnicity, or any part of their identity. On the other side, there's substantive representation, which allows us the chance to be heard, to have a voice instead of an empty gesture or symbol. It is a question of what we are willing to sacrifice, and to me, being heard has always been the end goal. If I elect someone like me, who looks like me, who is brought up like me, and then they would be compelled to fight for policy that matters to me, to us. If we can get that without representation, yay for progress and evolution, but is it really progress if the individual and unique experiences of racial and ethnic minorities are being left out? I hate to say this. I do, but I see substantive representation as a better option than descriptive representation. Because the minority voice is being heard while descriptive representation is so important, but it's so empty. When we have these majority-minority districts made, we concentrate people of the same belief instead of spreading them out. And concentrating them leads to one overwhelming win for someone from a racial or ethnic minority instead of races with smaller margins that result in the election of more officials who have similar beliefs as the racial and ethnic minorities. And at the end of the day, the people's voices are being heard. These racial and ethnic minorities, their voices and their points of view are being reflected in the policy that governs their lives, even if it isn't being made by someone who looks like them. In the end, we want progress. Representation is progress, but so is the actual policy itself. And I'm not saying that descriptive representation is wrong or bad or should not be happening, because it should be. And I will continue to push for that, because that is so important. But what I'm saying is that we have to, like, the policies, we need these policies. And we cannot sacrifice these policies that can help us for representation. We are not going to just get rid of that just so we can have someone who looks like us represent us. And that is wrong. We cannot have that because we need these policies. The end game is that is what 
It is. The end game is the policies. And the reason we want people who look like us fighting for us is because they understand that. Don't get me wrong, we should have someone who looks like us. We should, because that is what representation is. But in this imperfect society, in this imperfect American government that we have, the policy gives way and pays the past for the people to have the lives that they deserve, for them to thrive in life, and for their children to thrive. And that's what we need. And we will continue to push for descriptive representation as long as it does not cost, is not at the cost of losing the substantive representation. The world has so much progress to make, but if we are ever to take enough steps forward to ever attempt to see change, we have to start somewhere, even if that somewhere compromises our morals. Morals are morals for a reason, but those morals have enough sense to know when compromise is necessary. Thanks for listening, and remember to follow underscore feminism stuff on Instagram and DM us with any episode ideas, comments, or interest to be on the show. Here's next time on Feminism Stuff.